Blog Talk Radio. Hi there. I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomer women who are embracing life as we grow older. And one of the best ways to do that is by sharing a great story with our grandchildren, and that's where today's guest comes in. Rebecca Massey is the author of both the Colton's Pocket Dragon and the Colton's Time Machine series of children's books. She wrote her first book in 2013 and has gone on to write 15 more books for the two series. And best of all, these books are based on stories she used to make up with her grandson. She's joining us today to share all about it. I can't wait to get going on this fabulous idea and wonderful series of books. So welcome, Rebecca. Thank you so much. Well, I have to say, uh, first off, I know you know you, this had to have been a true labor of love because these were based on stories that you and your grandson made out. So congratulations on the success of the series, but also congratulations on creating a really a meaningful and an exciting life after 50, because if you're a grandma, I'm guessing you're in that time frame. But let's start out with a little bit about the books, it, the books themselves. So tell us a little bit about Colton's Pocket dragon well uh colton's pocket dragon is about a brave little boy named colton and his pet dragon kota in the books they will travel to dragon land and they will go on different adventures and the stories are based on um fantasy but i try to teach a little bit of life lessons in each book They're filled with um, wonderful imagination and fantastic adventures. Well, it, I mean, gee, and what, what, better, <laughs> what better way to share a, a story with your grandchildren and also have, you know, opportunities to discuss, to discuss like you say, some of these life lessons and these deeper messages. Because, of course, imagination, that is always fun to share. But something that goes a little beyond that can, you know, can also bring you closer to your grandchildren and, and you know, and help you impart some of those values that we want to. Now, I'm going to take a real stab in the dark and guess – is Colton by any chance your grandson? Yes, he is. He's my grandson. The books are written now how, for him. I'm, yeah, well, and so did you, I mean, like you, how did this all begin? Well, when Colton was about two or three years old, um, we would go on, you know, little road trips around the area, and he'd get really antsy. And I started making up these little stories about a dragon, which he named Kota after him, that would follow us along (laughs) behind buildings, mountains, and whatever. And he started adding a little bit to it, and that's how the story started. Wow. Well, I mean, what led you to decide, well, hey, I'm going to write these down and, you know, actually think about getting some of these published? Well, I had thought about it for several years, about writing a children's book, but I didn't really know how to do it. I wasn't a writer. 
Well, I got to thinking about the old stories that when Colton was a little boy and I decided to put them down into a book form, so I started writing Dragonland, which is the first story. And then I let my husband read it, and he said, "Mm, let's go for it. So that's how they started. They're delightfully illustrated. Were you able to find someone to, or did you go to a publisher and they helped you find someone to illustrate the books? Uh, The publisher have artists that, that did them for me. Of course, you know, I have to write what I want as far as the pictures, and then they'll draw them. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Rebecca, well, what a treat. And I can just imagine you talk about Colton and his pocket track. <laughs> when you held that book, the first book in your hands, the first time, that must have been such a thrill for you. It was a big thrill. And to be honest with you, I was really scared to let the first book be released because I've never done this before. And it was kind of scary. Well, now, do you? Now, I'm assuming if if the first one was out in 2013, Colton, how old is he now? Then he's probably not a little kid anymore. He's 18 now. Wow! <laughs> so, is he your toughest critic? Well, no, not really. He enjoys reading them, and when he comes to visit, he's always wanting to know what the next story is and where's Colton going and what am I going to do and you know things like that he enjoys them well I've I, yes I'm thinking of you know what growing up and having a series of books named that your grandma wrote and named after you that you helped create I mean what a treat for him that must have been so much fun so the first one if it came out in 2013 was he like I'm trying to figure, math is not my strong suit, but how old was he when the first one came out then? Oh, man, um, 12, 13, somewhere around there. Yeah. Okay, so he wasn't he wasn't a child when you first decided to do this then? Well, not really, but kind of, sort of, yeah. He thought it was going to be a fun yeah, I mean, little thing. Did he? I mean, what was his reaction when he saw his name in print? He was thrilled to death, especially when he saw the little boy, because I wanted the little boy to be the cartoon likeness of him when he was 10 years old. So that's oh what they drew. Gosh. And oh, I hadn't Rebecca, intended... I mean, you are... Go ahead. I hadn't intended on the... I'd only intended on writing the one book, Dragonland. Well, then I got to thinking... I would like to make these a continuing series, so that's how they continued to go on. I wanted to write more. Well, and then you moved into a, a new series, uh, the Colton's Time Machine. So tell us a little bit about that. How the Colton's Time Machine series started was um, I had t- intended that one to be the. I believe the seventh book. Well, when I let my husband read it and the publisher, they said, are are you sure you want this to be the seventh book? And I said, well, yeah. Well, then I got to thinking, no, I don't. 
we need to do a separate standalone series called Colton's Time Machine so we can teach history and leave the Colton Pocket Dragon the fun little series. Oh, that is so wonderful. So you've got, so Colton's Pocket Dragon is more, um, uh, you know, uh, like adventures and, and life lessons that the little boy learns with his dragon. <laughs> and then t- the time machine where you actually teach history lessons. That's fantastic, Rebecca. Yes, yes. Well, what are some of the, in the, uh, in the time machine, what are some of the periods of history that you cover? Well, the first book um, is uh, Christopher Columbus and the Declaration of Independence and George Washington. And then the second one that is out is Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Edison, and the Wright brothers. Then I have the third one, which will be out in a couple weeks, and that one will be Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, and Benjamin Franklin. Oh, my gosh. So these are wonderful lessons of uh, basically American history that you can cuddle up, read with your child, and it's not, you know, <laughs> memorized dates or anything like that. It's, it's a real delight to share this. You are on to something, Rebecca. Uh, the Colton's time machines do have the actual dates. They go back to that actual date and interact with these characters. It's it's a fun series to read, to learn a little bit about history at a children's level. Oh no, I'm just thinking of the old history lessons where you had to memorize dates, and they didn't. You know, the dates themselves no. didn't mean that much, but. When you've got the stories and you're writing it in, like you say, in a child's reading level, or you know, again, cuddling up with your grandparent. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. So you're really, you know, helping them, helping them learn about things they're going to learn about later in school, uh, but also in a real non-threatening, non-rote kind of way, where it, I'm sure, makes the characters come alive. I just think. So you now you this is a new career for you. You've started a whole new career. Uh, uh, again, in midlife, uh, what's that like? How do you keep inspiring, uh, inspiring yourself to write more and more? I mean, the writing must be fulfilling. I love writing. I spend every spare minute that I have working on these stories. And when I start a new story, they just seem to guide and follow and lead where I need to go. So that's I'm blessed with that right there. Do you know what I'm saying when I'm starting Rebecca? to write? They just start going. Oh, I'm afraid we've lost Rebecca. Well, hello? I think you can get a good – oh, hello. There you are. Hi, Rebecca. Somehow we, we missed <laughs> – we, Hi. Uh, you were in the middle of you keep you know you thoroughly enjoy writing and uh, you, the stories lead you where you want to go and then, then it, something happened. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, when I start writing, the stories just start guiding and leading and going where they need to go. It's like they have a mind of their own, so I just follow along typing away. <laughs> How wonderful. Now, do you? what is the process like for you? You mentioned you write every minute you can, but do you have certain hours of the day you devote to this or, again, kind of grab time as it comes? It's usually in 
the mornings till early afternoon that I write. And what I do when I do finish a story, I will print it out and give it to my husband to read. I call him the eagle eye. He reads the story (laughs) and he makes marks where he thinks I need to work on a certain area. And so together we finally get it right so I can turn it into the publisher. He's real good at that. It's like a child's well, mind going right. on. <laughs> so you so you are a team then. You have created this as a team. Well, Rebecca, it just sounds like uh, not only, again, have you given us a real gift as grandparents, but you are acting as like a role model for those of us. You know, you get to be, especially women of a certain age, sometimes we think, ah, our life's behind us, Earl, but not really. You can start in whole new directions. Yes, you can. You can. I would say, um, what's the saying? Sometimes the risks we don't take are the ones that we will regret. So I suggest you go ahead and take that first step and follow your dream. Wow. Well, that is a wonderful, wonderful thought. And uh, on that high note, we're going to have to probably bring it to a close pretty quickly because we're running out of time here. But real fast, you've mentioned some books you have, that's one that's coming out soon. Do you have any more that you're going to be writing that you're working on now? Well, I also have book 11 that will be out this month, too, in the Colton's Pocket Dragon series called Aunt Linda. And um, Aunt Linda is my sister, and Colton is going to take Aunt Linda for one exciting adventure. And I've Oh, that sounds been- wonderful. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be quite the adventure, and um, and how nice. I've already. I was just going to say, go ahead. I'm sorry. I also have already turned in book four and book twelve for the Colton's Time Machine and the Colton's Pocket Dragon. Wow. Well, no, Rebecca, what I was going to, well, I'm sorry I interrupted, but it's got to be so great that you're bringing your family in. Your sister's got a book dedicated. I'm just thinking your Thanksgiving gatherings, everybody's got their own book. That's super. Well, before we have to go, I want to make sure our listeners know uh, you have a website. So where can they go to find out more about you, your work, and, of course, take a look at these delightful books? coltonspocketdragon.com is my website. And do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave with our audience about either taking life by the you know, horns and moving forward at 50 or the joy of grandchildren or any of those life lessons that you share in your book? I just say if you're thinking about doing something, Go ahead and do it. Make your dream and your passion a reality. Well, that sounds like very wise words, and I want to thank you, Rebecca, for your time. 
uh, and for sharing, of course, your wonderful creativity, your grandson, <laughs> and these two imaginative book series with us, Colton's Pocket Dragon and Colton's Time Machine. I urge all of you listeners out there, especially you grannies, be sure to check out Rebecca's website and her books. Your grandchildren are going to love you for it, and it's going to be uh, open up a whole new world for, for you and your grandchildren uh, to not only learn some life lessons and, and some American history, but also just to cuddle up and read wonderful stories together. So until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio saying I'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye.